Isaiah 62, verses 1 and 2. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her righteousness shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You will be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. And with that, welcome to the Ransomed Heart Podcast, friends here in the week of June 15th. In the studio with me this week, my wife, Stacy, with that lovely scripture reading, <laughs> John Dale, Alan Arnold, our executive producer. And we're huddled in here this week because we have a really fun story to tell and some really cool news. We have an announcement. It's not a birth announcement, but we do have an announcement. Maybe it's a birth announcement of sorts. Anyhow, before we get there, to keep you in suspense and riveted to your headphones or however it is you digest podcasts, I want to go back into some teaching. It's been essential, really, ever since Wild at Heart and Captivating, the idea of the new name, Mm -hmm. that God bestows on us a new name. And you see this theme through the scriptures, right, in the Old Testament and in the New, that you know, God calls Abram, and he becomes Abraham, and Sarai, and she becomes Sarah, and Jacob becomes Israel, and and then you have those beautiful stories like Gideon down in the threshing floor, you know, he's hiding in a well, and the angel says, hail, mighty warrior, you know, Gideon, scared knucklehead, is, <laughs> is Good name. now the mighty warrior, valiant one. So you see that, right? See yes. That, see that flow. And then into the New Testament, the theme continues on where Jesus begins to rename people. So Simon becomes Peter, the rock, right? And James and John become the sons of thunder. And the famous Damascus Road story where Saul, the avenger, Right, becomes Paul, the apostle and author of most of the New Testament. On and on it goes. And that's been that's been a part of our kind of teaching and in culture through the years. What I've loved about that, like at boot camps especially, is we help guys see when you have a new name, it's not something you have to force, or it's not something that you pick a name and then hope God's okay with it. But it's a really holy time of listening, interaction with God, anticipating His voice, and in that process, even before you hear the name, it creates intimacy, and it creates uh, a sense of direction because you are listening for something that's going to change the trajectory of who you are. Yeah. Right, and at Captivating Retreats, we teach on it as well because the world names us things often— growing up or in our childhood, our teenage years, and our naming is part of bestowing our identity. So Jesus has new names for us. And even in Isaiah 62, it continues, no longer will you be called desolate, but you will be called sought after. So a new name just highlights the truth of who you are. Yes. And something of your purpose. Yes. As well, something mm-hmm. of of your mission and, and your calling. And I think all of us over the years have experienced different ways of God speaking into us through Bible characters and, you know, people in our history and movies, what we love, and 
I don't think you just get one name. I think you get a bunch of names, actually, that kind of come together into a mosaic of, of a new identity, mm-hmm. a new way of seeing yourself. And those have been huge. They've been huge for me over the years. They come at kind of critical junctures. You see that in the story of Abraham. You see it in the story of Gideon. You see it in the story of Paul. My goodness. They come at critical junctures Mm -hmm. where there is a renaming, a new naming, an identity being bestowed. And, And for me, that's been very true over the course of the years for me and becoming an author and and choices I've made in my life have been directed a lot around, it's not necessarily just a name, it might be, you're my beloved, Mm -hmm. you're my son, you know, to hear those things can be wonderful. Yeah, it's a honing in your true identity. It clarifies who you really are. Yeah, it seems like God uses it to change the way that we see ourselves. Yes. Yes. In order to do what, John? So that we can shift into a new season. Because of very often our old names and the, the things that we've called ourselves, they carry baggage with them, right? They hold us back. And when God wants to shift us into a new season, he'll very often say, this is the way I see you now. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we can live into. Yeah, that's really true. Identity, purpose, mission. Yeah, it's almost all. an upgrade. Yeah. And so, friends, if that's a new idea to you, dive back into some of our writing on that in books like Wild at Heart and Captivating. There's some teaching on it in our retreat series. The New Name Session is a big session at boot camp and at Captivating. And so if you haven't heard those sessions, it can be a very thrilling thing to listen and to hear love from God, validation from God, affection from God. You aren't desolate. You are sought after. Mm -hmm. You aren't forsaken. You are chosen. You're not an orphan. You're a child. Yes, all of that. Yes. Right. You are a son. Mm -hmm. You are a daughter. And then to very specific things, right? You are my David. You are my Wallace. You are, you know. So why are we leading our audience along today with this? Well, bump ba da da we're changing our name. Do do. <laughs> um, we. This is kind of one of the first public announcements of something that we've been working on for a long time. But for twenty years, we have been Ransomed Heart and the Ransomed Heart Podcast, and we are actually changing our name to Wild at Heart, and therefore WildAtHeart.org and the Wild at Heart Podcast, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And we wanted to get on the podcast first because it allows us to tell a story and allows us to put some things in context. And there's months and months of prayer and conversation around this of why we're doing this and why we think God is in it. But part of it goes back, John, to something that I asked you to do. We've got these killer resources like this podcast, and they are not reaching as many people as we know they could reach. They're not healing as many lives as we know they could heal. In fact, we did a survey with the help of the Barna organization a number of years ago and with my publisher, and we discovered that 90% of the people who have read our books, so that includes the millions that have read Wild at Heart and the millions that have read Captivating, 90% of them had no idea we exist. They don't know anything 
of Ransomed Heart. They don't know that there's a podcast. They don't know there's these retreats that are healing. They don't know about our resources and all the things we do. So a little while ago, John, I came to you and said, you got to help me market this stuff. We've got a daily reading that's free, that's absolutely killer. It's this daily devotional that, you know, winds up in your in your email inbox every day. And we've got this podcast. So I tasked you with those two things. I said, please go out you know, John's got a marketing background and is trained under Seth Godin. And I'm like, help, help me with this. And? And I came to the conclusion that we are really hard to find. And the reason is no one's looking for ransomed heart, right? So if someone reads Wild at Heart or they mm-hmm. read Captivating, they do what most people would do. They go to Google, they search for Wild at Heart or Captivating or John Eldridge or Stacey Eldridge. They're not looking for Ransomed Heart. And so what we found is when we tested different things like putting the Ransomed Heart daily reading with ads on Facebook, people would just pass it by. The conclusion that I came to is that we needed to take people on a journey where we said, hey, remember that book Wild at Heart that you read by that guy, John Eldridge. Well, he runs an organization called Ransomed Heart, and that's why you should sign up for the Ransomed Heart daily reading. And I eventually came back to the team and I said, I think this would be a whole lot easier if we took the name that we are best known for in the marketplace, which is Wild at Heart, and just called ourselves that. And so that's a proposal I made, gosh, about a year ago now, and we've talked and prayed and tested different things. And this is where we are today, where we're hitting the button, so to speak, and uh, making the switch. Yep, the name change. Uh, You will be called by a new name that the mouth (laughs) of the Lord would bestow. It's really exciting. You know, it is, because our our passion is to heal hearts. Mm -hmm. Our passion is the restoration of masculinity and femininity and all that it means in intimacy with God. And most of the folks who come through our experiences would tell us it was the most transforming thing in their life. And so my exasperation over the years is, why can't we reach more people? And part of the reason is because of our name, because mm-hmm. Ransomed Heart, it's hard to say, it's hard <laughs> to spell. Mm-hmm. People don't know what it means. And then we just got into this whole quagmire of we're trying to convince people that there's this amazing thing called Ransomed Heart, when over here we've got this name, Wild at Heart, that has massive, massive brand recognition out there. It, yes. it, it really does. And so... You know, your story of going into your dentist, I think it was, and they were asking, where do you work? And yeah. remember that story? Yeah, yeah. So I'm there sitting in the chair, and he asked me where I work, and I say, Ransomed Heart, and he looks at me with this puzzled look, and then I'm like, there's this author, John Eldridge, who wrote this book, Wild at Heart, and he's like, oh, yeah, of course, I love that book. And we just experienced that over and over again. Time and time again. And you have to you have to spell it. You have to say it. I have to go ransomed heart. Like a ransom, but past tense, you know, like if you're a captive and people <laughs> have to pay. R-A-N-S-O-M-E-D. <laughs> no, not N. M. R-S-O-M-E-D. Ransomed heart. And then I have to say, it kind of stems from a book my husband wrote called Wild Heart. And it's like, oh, yeah. So we want a shortcut. Massive brand recognition out there for Wild at Heart. And naming Ransomed Heart, you know, we would never have done that, except the trajectory was nobody knew that Wild at Heart was going to do what it did. 
Right. And it hadn't been written yet when we started our ministry. No, yeah. right. It hadn't. And I know, I know, I know. I just kind of can feel some of the emotional reaction on the other end right now of this conversation. To those who are our dear friends, to those who have walked with us for years, Ransomed Heart yeah. is a name that's filled with mm-hmm. meaning and affection and significance. And I'm so grateful for that. Like how beautiful that is. It's certainly true for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the problem is, it's like naming your ministry Shibboleth Ministries. <laughs> and, and people are like, wait, what? Shibboleth. You know, remember that story? <laughs> I spell that. Yeah. In the in the Old Testament. No, I I don't read I don't know that story. And how do you spell that? And is it and so right. We didn't know that Wild at Heart would end up becoming the brand, quote unquote, the name that so many people would know right. and identify with. And so over the course of the last year, praying, talking, wanting to take the daily reading out to a larger audience, wanting to take the podcast out to a larger audience, wanting to let 90% of our readers know that we exist, we realize we can't do it with Ransomed Heart. Why ignore this asset that we have? Why not go ahead? And, and then, like, the stories of the poor staff as we're trying to give people our email addresses uh. and— the packages that come in. Yeah, we've had packages come to the door to random parts. <laughs> <laughs> Randomparts.com. That's, really, that's yeah. really a common one. Yeah. yeah. Polly was telling us that she has had people that think we're a medical company because it's Ranso Med Heart. Yes, Ranso Med. Rancid exactly. Hearts. We've got that one. Rancid Hearts. Mm-hmm. Right. I've gotten random heat before. <laughs> oh, bringing the random nice. heat. So, but we did spend so much time in phone calls, in emails, in in-person conversations trying to educate people who we were instead of getting to the heart of what we did. Like it, yes. Like I would find myself dreading that 30-second to two-minute beginning <laughs> slog of, here we go, I'm going to say ransomed heart, and they're not going to understand and then they will when we say wild at heart or captivating. And and so now to be able to have a name that really reflects who we are with clarity, it just feels like such a gift to be able just to, to say wild at heart and everybody gets it and everybody understands. We've had so many awkward, difficult moments of explaining to people trying to give them our email addresses, et cetera. And even when you say ransom. Well, you know, like Christ, he is a ransom. Actually, in this era, that's kind of a dated word as well. Mm-hmm. People aren't familiar with that word. It's not in common usage. So not only is it clunky, not only is it largely unknown to the world, but it's really difficult to explain. And if you're having to explain who you are, you've already kind of lost the game. Right, right. The important thing we want you all to know, and the reason we came on the air to do this today, is that nothing's changing. We are who we are. Our staff remains the same. Our purpose remains the same. The mission remains the same. And by choosing Wild at Heart, we're simply grabbing the most globally known brand to open the door to people to this incredible treasure trove we have here. But it doesn't mean we're changing who we are. Right, right. And as a woman— I love the book, Wild at Heart, but although it's a book for men, this ministry still remains for both men and women because women are wild at heart too. Exactly. We are. 
So it's not a shift saying, no, this is only about the book. This is only, no, we have such a, a wide variety and it is for everyone. In fact, we went out to try and get wildatheart.com and we couldn't get it because it's owned by a florist company right. in the UK. So obviously women resonate with the idea of being wild at heart. Yeah, who heart. doesn't want to be wild at heart? Come on. So we're not making a gender statement. We're not changing to, you know, be exclusively boot camps now. We're still doing everything. Nothing changes other than our heart and passion is to reach more people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and to bring this gospel and to bring these phenomenal encounters with Jesus to more people. And so we had the Barna survey that we did a number of years ago where we discovered 90% of our readers don't even know we exist. And then in the last couple of years, my publisher was very gracious to bring in some really, really bright consultants. And our team was there, John and Alan were in these meetings. And the really helpful thing about these consultants is they knew nothing really about us. And I loved that. They said, look, before we have any conversations with you, we're just going to get into your world. We're going to listen to your podcast. We're going to get on your website. We're going to just look at who you are. And they came back, and some of the first things they had to say were, you're really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Yes, People don't know about you, and they don't know what ransomed heart means. And so it was another affirmation. But one of the things they exposed to us was something that had happened to us over the years. And over the years, as we have walked with God, as we've delved deeper into the journey of the heart and things like hearing the voice of God, understanding inner healing, the role of spiritual warfare, we have moved further down the funnel of discipleship. And we're way down the funnel now. We forget about all the folks that are just discovering you have a heart. Yes. Your heart matters. Mm -hmm. No one's ever told them that before. And so the consultants were saying, you have such incredible resources. Your message is so desperately needed right now, but you aren't thinking about the top of the funnel. You're not thinking about the wide end of things, about people who are just encountering their need for what you have because you are so deep down into discipleship Mm -hmm. now. So they're saying, don't abandon the way you disciple people, but you need to think about all those who need what you have. And then that was when the conversation about, really, ransomed heart? Why not wild at heart? Right, right, because that's what we want. We want to meet people, reach them. The more, the better. Yeah. As we're making this announcement today, and you're going to see it in the newsletter this month in June, and it'll be the Wild at Heart daily reading. It'll be the Wild at Heart podcast. And we'll explain this through the summer to people. It's not just one flip of a switch. But I'm curious, can you anticipate questions that would be in the hearts of our listeners as they hear us changing our name after 20 years? Well, I already spoke to the one that I think is is big for our our women listeners, and that's, am I going to be abandoned now? Is this not for me anymore? And um, just to assure, like, no, you're not being abandoned. And actually, you're being invited into more of your deep heart and to embrace the fact that you actually are created wild at heart as well. So I think that question is forefront on my mind. Mm-hmm. Am I being excluded now? And the, the big, huge answer is no. No, not at all. Another one may be, with the name Wild at Heart, are we going to focus primarily on the book and the teachings within Wild at Heart, 
versus the incredible library of books and topics and themes that we talk about from hearing the voice of God to how to be fathered by God to the captivating message. Like, And so we want to answer that as well. No, the name is Wild at Heart, but that is the umbrella for everything yes. you've come to know and love about Ransomed Heart. So what we would love, friends, is for you to pray for us Yes, as we make this name change, that this works and that we do reach an audience out there of women and men who desperately need what we have, what you all have enjoyed over the years and just don't know how to find us, don't know that we exist, that we are going to go out now. The other thing that we haven't done over the years We've never really told the story of Ransomed Heart to the world. We have a killer story. We have killer stories of women and men getting their hearts back, getting their lives back, marketing, if you'll allow the use of the word, Ransomed Heart to the world. We've never done that, and we want to in the sense of we want to go into all nations, making disciples of all nations teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Matthew 28, that's our heart. We want to we take this out to more people. And so pray that this is received favorably out there and, and that people begin to find us and make the connection and go, wait, what? I heard about that. That book changed my dad's life. Or my mom went to those retreats. Wait, there's an organization mm-hmm. and a ministry and events and conferences and podcasts. I want to find that. So that's our prayer. Yeah, and I also bet that there's a lot of people listening that are going, thank goodness. <laughs> I have had to explain this so much, and whoo. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So there you go, a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. So funny that we have been teaching on that Yes. for all these years, and then it comes back around to yes. apply to the organization itself, Ransomed Heart, becoming wildatheart.org. Dot org because we couldn't get dot com. Bless you, landscaping and florist company in the UK. <laughs> we pray only goodness for you. You're going to be getting a lot of people coming to you asking when your conferences are. So it's wild at heart, but everything else remains the same. And you know it's going to be easier for email addresses and website and the app. You know instead of the ransomed heart app, the wild at heart app, etc. So. Wanted you guys to be the first to know. Podcast is the first place that we're making this announcement because we really needed to tell the story that goes with it. So more to come. We'll fill in more as the summer unfolds. But there you go. A new name, wildatheart.org. And next week, we are going to start a new series that I'm very excited about, a series on how to guard your heart, how to protect your heart. When Jesus says in John 14, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, he's assuming some really important things. One, that our hearts do get bombarded by all kinds of influences and pulls and pushes and temptations, including to fear, which I think we can all relate to in this hour. And he's also assuming that we have a shepherding role. We have a governance that we exercise over our own hearts. How do we do that? What does that look like? How do we particularly shepherd our hearts right now 
in a world that's so filled with change, so filled with uncertainty, and with a lot of spiritual stuff swirling around. So I'm looking forward to that. Next week, 